Hey there, thank you for joining us here at the Momfluentials podcast, where moms meet up to talk about how we use our influence and power, what we have in common, what we defer on, and how we can all work together for a healthier and more sustainable future for ourselves and our children. I'm Kimberly Pinkson, your host today, and I'm so happy you're here with me to meet our next fabulous guest and mom of influence. My first guest is Andrea Danik Pinkson, otherwise known as my mom and my sister's mom, Nusi, which means bunny in Hungarian. And she has been the greatest uh, mom, mom influential in my life and many of my friends and my sister's friends and our extended community. So welcome, Mama. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you for having <laughs> me on this special my occasion. Pleasure. This is so fun. So, um, We've heard so many stories, um, and we've witnessed you as a mother, of course. So can you tell us, like, what, what is, like, in one or two sentences, like, what does it mean to you to be a mom? Well, what does it mean to me? Well, first of all, I wanted to have kids since I could remember. I think I was 11 when I decided I, I can't wait to have kids. So I was very lucky that I became a mom very young, first with you and then your sister, and... It, it really has, honestly, 90% just joy. And then, of course, you know, we, we had to deal with challenges with, with kids. So that's part of the mom's whatever. Role. Role, yes, thank you. Job description. Yeah, job description is a good one, and that includes everything. Being a mom is pretty much everything in the world. Yeah, chief, yeah. chief bottle washer, fixer. Oh my God! Yes, How mechanic and therapist and yep. chauffeur. Coach, yeah, that. I mean everything, and yep. I haven't regretted any of it. Well, that's good because um, we don't either. We think we're the luckiest kids in the world. Yeah, well, I think we're. I'm the luckiest mom. One of the luckiest moms. So you and Dad were very. Um, you know, I was born in '69, 1969, and Nicole 1972, and. You, you were both very aware, conscientious, intentional parents, both you as a nurse. I wasn't a nurse yet. Well, you weren't a nurse when you first yeah. had us, but I think yeah. you had that, that inclination to kind of wisdom guidance, if you will. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about like your thought process as you, as you all of a sudden had kids and were like, okay, what kind of human beings am I going to raise? How am I going to make them, well, not make them, but um, hopefully inspire or model them to be the kind of adults that, um, that I hope I can raise? Well, one of, the, one of the best learnings about parenting and what not to do actually happened right here in Sausalito because my husband, Tom, your dad, my husband and I ran a, a private um, school a very small school, just two families of, I think they totaled 10 children. And all the parents believed in never are we ever to say no to the children. And that was a pretty good learning about how those children turned out. They lied and cheated and stole to their parents, and we had to stay quiet because we were the paid teachers. In other words, kids need boundaries. Oh, my God, yes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, loving boundaries... Mm -hmm. Um, also, when I was a nurse, I would mention the word discipline to mm -hmm. parents about what's really important, and they would go, oh, we would never hit our kids. Mm -hmm. 
and I would have to clarify that discipline is not a hit. Mm -hmm. Discipline is a loving sentence of what you expect and what you expect back for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, or natural consequences. Yeah, yeah. Really so the words, mm -hmm. you have to be careful parenting and talking to other parents about the words you use. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, that really applies to any conversations about that we, like different people in different cultures have different meanings to their words. And part of why um, I was really wanting to talk to you today is because of what's happening in Ukraine right now with the, the Russian invasion. And um, you were just a child when you grew up in Hungary and were just a child when the um, Soviet Russian tanks invaded Budapest in 1956. So um, I'm Im imagining you're having a little PTSD right now, um, and I'd just love to hear your thoughts on, on what does that feel like right now, witnessing this again. Well, it's it's a part of me almost doesn't want to feel some of it because it's very upsetting and seeing pictures of families with kids running and. Uh, carrying their animals. Thank God at this time was one of the few times that my family didn't have a dog, so we didn't have to deal with leaving an animal. You mean in 50, In 56. It was the only time in my childhood yeah. that I didn't have a dog. Yeah. Um, and um, But just watching families run and mm -hmm. escape and know what it feels like to have to swim through swamps and mm -hmm. trying to avoid getting caught, basically. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it should not happen to families. It shouldn't happen to any nationality family. But because for me it was all, quote, thanks to the Russians, I have a pretty serious hatred for the ones that are enforcing this. Mm -hmm. Now, on the other hand, I saw firsthand as a kid while they were invading Budapest and shooting anybody in sight. Um, we also saw young Russian soldiers in the tanks handing young Hungarian children chocolate. They didn't want to do this. It was the government. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it's, it's the same thing here. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I, I hate Russians, but mm -hmm. then I have to clarify that it's not these young boys that are being sent to, to kill. Right. It's the fat old men and the crazy whatever he is, president of Russia. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's creating it, and along with all the other crazy old people, mm -hmm. are sending other people's children. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it is hard for me to not say I hate all Russians, yeah, but yeah. that wouldn't be true. Yeah, well, I think that's a, that's a really good clarification between the people of a country not always being represented by their leadership, yeah. which certainly... And there's, you know, know, protests in Russia right yeah, now. yeah. It's been you know? pretty amazing watching that. Yeah. We know well from what we understand there's more serious consequences to protest in Russia than in the United States, at least at this point. No. Well, in Hungary, you couldn't even say a negative word against the government. You mean after the Soviets came in? Yeah. I mean, my dad got dragged into several times to different, I don't want to say jail, but communist offices. Mm -hmm. Threatened, interrogated. Yeah, yeah, interrogated yeah, and yeah. threatened, and that was one of the reasons that we escaped. Mm -hmm. But, um, <coughs> excuse me, but, um, but what? 
but oh, but one thing is that what I'm seeing now is that almost the entire world, except China, Mexico, and Brazil, mm -hmm. are backing the Ukrainians. Mm -hmm. yeah. In Hungary, nobody backed us. Mm -hmm. Nobody yeah. backed us. The U.S. didn't want to get involved. Mm -hmm. None of the countries were backing us. You yeah. know, they just saw, you know, little Hungary and the big old Russians, and the Russians are going to win, so why interfere? Right, right. Yeah. And we got no help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, right now it seems like it's changing by the hour who's, quote-unquote, taking which side, so to speak. Um, but we, of course, hope that, you know, it'll, um, I guess, calm down and they'll, some peace talks will work. But, yeah, but there's already been know. people killed, yeah, young yeah, people yeah. killed for no reason. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the ex-idiot president who made a statement yesterday that Putin is a genius mm -hmm. and Biden is dumb. Mm. He should be yeah. tried for treason. Yeah, yeah, sure. that sure would have happened at some other times in history, that's for sure. So how do you, how, how do you feel like, what are some tips for raising children to be more peacemakers instead of, um, you know, how do, how do we raise kids to be willing to work for peace instead of just give in to fear and which is often what's driving war fear greed you know hatred of the other that sort of thing yeah that's a hard one because you're 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 hoping the home environment mm -hmm. is an example of what you want your children to be mm -hmm. um and also yes you have peace at home but you also have to be truthful like when your parents fight mm -hmm. They have to see that it's not not physical fight, but mm -hmm. verbal or yeah, just yeah. being angry. Um, that it can be resolved without some any serious physical mainly harm. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and that's one teaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, being, and just being being able to show that like the full range of emotions is real anger and frustration and you know wanting to rage. But then how do you use your words? And, yeah, you just know, like you teach a two-year-old, use your right. words instead yeah. of hitting your sister. Right, right. Um, Starts young. But I honestly, I don't know. I don't know because it just seems like human beings just want to fight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, human beings in other countries with other countries mm -hmm. for power. Yeah. And then, you know, even... You know, like right now with the mask, you know, mm -hmm. teachers are fighting the parents. Right. And right. I mean, I, you know, there's a mm -hmm. pandemic. I don't know right. if that's yeah. part of yeah. the discussion, but, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, so it's not a conversation. They're throwing stuff and yelling, and yeah. it's, it, I don't know. It's, I think it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We definitely could use more help learning how to listen to different perspectives yeah. and finding middle ground and understanding. Um, well, gosh, is there anything else you want to add right now? We really appreciate you touching base on this. Um, well, I mean, I could go on forever about the revolution, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it would just get me upset right now. And mm -hmm. I just, what I don't want is, you know, people are making comments. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is, like, I, I watched this Hollywood, um, what was it? Screen Actors Guild or mm -hmm. something like yeah, that, awards. Yeah. Yeah which is always absolute idiotic, but I still like watching it, okay? So I have to admit that. 
and every person that came on stage <laughs> made a very generous statement about Ukraine. Yeah. About, well, make sure that you send good thoughts and prayers. And what I wanted to say through the television is, I just sent $50 to a dog rescue. Mm -hmm. Say that you're going to sponsor 25 kids' food for the next three months. Yeah, no do something that, that really is. I mean, prayers are wonderful, but mm -hmm. the kid can die in the meantime. Right, right. We have to not just pray, but take action. Yeah, yeah. a lot of... And, you know, I think that's you you and you and Dad were such great role models of that. That, that reminds me of that expression of, like, some people say something must be done, and other people say, what can I do? And you and Dad were definitely um, role models of like, what can we do? You and not even say it, but action. just do it. Well, that's what I mean. You yeah. guys would take action, not just Yeah, say it. I mean, I don't have a lot of money, but right. I saw a, a valid yeah. rescue site where right, right. these Ukrainians are not leaving all the dogs in the shelter. Right, right. And oh, they don't gosh. have food, they don't yeah. have money, and it was a very explicit mm -hmm. how to send the money. And I thought, that's not even questionable. Yeah. good point to make sure that who you're donating to is is legitimate and make sure the organizations you're sending to yeah. are verified so i really sure resented all these big hollywood you know whatever's mm -hmm. you know and hundred thousand dollar earrings and right. they're saying Just you know we're sending our thoughts right, right. well hell send your money right. i think a lot of them probably are, are doing that also, but, but they should encourage they should the audience the say it to yeah. the audience we're gonna pass a hat around right <laughs> that's great yeah you know do something now mm -hmm. don't just say oh we will right right because yeah. that was my first thought like mm -hmm. yeah we will big money time is now yeah yeah Anyway, <clears throat> what about a, let's jump over to being a grandma, because certainly you have been an incredible influence on your three grandsons, um, and any differences for you in terms of like how you impact or how you intended to impact your kids compared to your grandkids? Well, there is a difference because I'm not the parent. Mm -hmm. So what, what was always, still is, but when they were little, getting parented it was real important and I, I think I did a pretty good job I think you know you can ask your sister and yourself and all the husbands that I tried never to do what the saying is if mom says no go to grandma oh, right, right. Yeah. that that's really harsh for me mm -hmm. because if I don't respect your rules then I'm not respecting you and you're mm -hmm. mixing up the kid right so that was very important, is very important still. Um, I remember one of the three boys wanted to get some Fruit Loops, <laughs> and the two of them, can I name, name names or sure, not? Yeah. Okay, so Luke and Corbin, the two older ones, yeah. were trying to sneak some Fruit Loops mm -hmm. in my shopping cart. <laughs> and I said, I'm not buying that. Yeah. And they said, but, but if we don't tell mom, we can just keep it at your house. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I said, but I'm not doing that. Right. It's real simple. Yeah. And they were really mad at me in their own way. I mean, yeah. they were not nasty children. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to give them Fruit Loops. Right. You know, so that's one you thing. You didn't even give us Fruit Loops. I, right. I never gave them. <laughs> I actually did once because you guys drove me that's crazy. And then I hid it on top of the refrigerator and yeah. nobody remembered. Yeah. 
Um, so that was one rule. And the other part of grandparenting, both of us, is that I always worried so much more about the boys. And I still worry more about the boys, not because they're boys, but because they're the grandchildren, and God forbid anything happened to them, especially when I'm in charge. The double, double generation worry. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean... You know, I, I, anyway, so those are the biggest differences. Yeah. I remember saying to um, Grandma Ruth one time not to worry, and she said, don't tell me not to worry. It's my job. Yeah. <laughs> I always joke that, like, when you give birth um, or become a parent, that you're, they, like, inject some fear oh, gene yeah, into a your worry gene. that didn't used to be there. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, thank you um, for the balancing that you've done of... Um, inspiring us to be fearless and go for things and be aware of and still be a worrier (laughs) a fearless worrier exactly um so we've got to log off for for now but um let's definitely have you back again okay with takes a village takes a village and if it's a good village it turns out good all right love you mama love you